Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome to Believe in Colts. I'm Lawrence Owen. With me, as usual, is Dequell Jackson. And, well, Week 9 is in the books. We're halfway through the season, and the Indianapolis Colts offense apparently has learned how to really put some points on the board and, and move very efficiently, even against a, uh, a defense as the Jets. A lot of people are like, well, it's just the Jets. Did you know, Dequell Jackson, walking into this game Week 9, the Jets had the number 6 run defense when it came to yards per carry in the NFL? And then after Taylor and Hines was done with them, oh, they're gosh. now ranked 25th in the end. Yeah, that that's what Jonathan Taylor and Naheem Hines, given the opportunity, can do to opposing defenses. And clearly it was the mindset going into this game of, you know what? It's a primetime game. Let's lean on. Let's lean on the guys and do what we do best is run the football. And Man, watching that game, to see them efficiently move the ball down the field from an offensive standpoint, to see those guys get their touches, Jonathan Taylor out of the backfield, uh, whether he was running in between the tackles, whether he was getting a screen pass, he was making impactful plays from the first quarter to the last quarter. And Naheem Himes, he got in the mix early. He had some big uh, big gains early in the, in the, in the game, so – I feel like for me, when Mike White went out of this football game, that's when the coach just really poured it on. And it was great to see this offense and this team play for four quarters. Now, towards the end, there was some slippage, rightfully so. When you have a, a build a, um, a great lead like that, you play a little softer in coverage. But for the most part, I thought this offense and we talked about it last podcast, you and I were on. My theory with Carson Wentz, if you can keep him within that 25 to 30 range of throwing the football, that tells me officially we've won the time of possession, running the football, we're playing efficient football, we're not forcing Carson Wentz to get into this game of, oh, crap, I got to throw the ball 40, 50 times. And now his indis- his this bad, poor decision-making comes into play. And I think when you can keep him in that nest egg of 25 to 30 throws, I think for this football football team, and if the offensive line knows it, if the running back understands it, and this team understands the formula of how they want to attack football teams, I think we're going to see a lot more, you know, of this style of play where, heck, for the first four drives, these guys were collecting points. You get a turnover earlier, you're able to actually score touchdowns, not just field goals, but touchdowns, which puts the other team at a huge disadvantage. And then when you lose your backup quarterback and you have your backup to the backup quarterback coming in Josh Johnson now the game is uh, the, uh, this is the outcome you want to see and and what a ball game they put together because to lose the way they lost against the Tennessee Titans in overtime the previous week this was a statement game you had to put you had to come out and play and show the world you know what we're still in the mix there's no one in the AFC right now that's really you know uh, just 
leading that that's a shoe in to like you know what they're playing really good football we we expected it to be the the Kansas City Chiefs and we've known their struggles throughout the season right now but I thought the Colts really came out and played a, a really solid football game only two penalties uh you know uh and then you have Jonathan Taylor rushing for 172 yards on 19 carries this was this was a great game I'll tell you this when a team starts throwing to an offensive lineman and offensive lineman starts scoring, that's when you know a team is in full control of this football game, and it was a pleasure to watch it. Bet Online is back. It has got a brand-new website, and it's even better and has more props, odds, and lines than ever before. And it still remains your number one betting site for all your basketball and football action this season. Head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE50 to receive your bonus. In all the sports, whether it's basketball, football, baseball, hockey, boxing, UFC, your favorite Vegas games, doesn't matter. You like casino games? Get in on that. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports. It's where the game starts. Absolutely. I mean, Carson Wentz had his best quarterback rating game of the year, had over a 134 passer rating. And you mentioned the Titans game last uh, earlier. And it's funny because back-to-back weeks, I know this is a Colts podcast, but I just wanted to get this in. So much was made of that Carson Wentz interception that he, that, that pick six at the goal line, the Titans Mm -hmm. forced the exact same play against Matthew Stafford last (laughs) night as well. And so, I mean, really this is, this is interesting because the Titans are playing very well on defense Mm -hmm. right now, especially Mm -hmm. with their, their, uh, the, the injuries that they've had is very well coached team. Well, hats off to, to Mike Vrabel. Um, yes. But the Colts, even though they do not, they're not in charge of their own destiny. They're only one game out of a wild card spot currently. Right. right? right. And, and we still got eight weeks left in the NFL, seven games. Yes. yes. So I think this is, it, it's, this is by no means time, you know, to hang it up for the Colts. They have, that they're at the mm-hmm. point where they need, in my opinion, they need to start getting on a win streak. They talk about, you know, the, the best football is November, December. That's when you need to start playing your best. And yes. now that's the opportunity to do so. Yes. And I'm sure in that building, they're stressing this part of the season of finishing and becoming who we th- building an identity. And this team has teetered around it. For some time now, Carson Wentz, I thought, you know, you take away that interception against the Titans backed up. You just have to be a – we can go down that road if we want to, but it is what it is. And, uh, you know, I think Carson, as you alluded to, he had his – you know, from a passer rating standpoint, he was very efficient. Guys were open. Uh, I thought they they called the – Frank Wright and company called the Will um, a, a great game plan attacking that defense. And we talked about it uh, – The you know, earlier that week that the Jets had a very young defensive backfield set. So it was going to be pivotal that you take advantage of those moments. And then you add on the running game working as well as it was. 
Carson Carson Wentz was able to stand in the pocket. He only got sacked once. Uh, obviously, he ran around a bit. He he he's very efficient uh, throwing the ball out of the pocket. So I thought he did that very well. But this team is, as you mentioned, you have to string together some 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 wins right now. You have to do it right now mm-hmm. in order to to build off this momentum, to build all the off of this confidence. Everyone right now in that building is on a, a high. You look at some of the games that you lost in the past. Well, you you took the Titans to overtime. Now they're dealing with Derrick Henry not being around, even though they went out and beat a very quality football team in the Chargers. And it goes to show you the point you just made. Mike Grable and that coaching staff is doing a great job. So you still have to keep your foot on the pedal if you're the, the Indianapolis Colts, because this thing is wide open right now. It's very wide open. And to add another team into this mix, the Jacksonville Jaguars, who they're going to face this upcoming week, well, they just beat the Bills. So, I mean, it, it, this is a, this has been a crazy conference, crazy division. And right now, the teams that are getting healthy, the teams that are playing mistake-free football, the teams that can create turnovers like this, our defense has been able to do, um, you know, this year. They're in the great. They're in the they're in the driver's seat right now. As you meant, they're one game out of the wild card. I think if they take care of their business, now you have some games coming up where, you know, it's going to be tough. This game is going to be tough, but I think at this point they're primed and ready for those tough games to where early in the season where they were losing by a drive or two, a field goal, a, a dunk, or a, a missed opportunity. I think right now, the last two weeks of watching this football team, I think they're a lot closer to winning those close football games down the stretch if they can continue to play and gain and keep this momentum and play four quarters, play four quarters, and I think this football team will be okay. Yeah, you mentioned the four quarters and, and you know, I mean, walking in five minutes uh, left in the third quarter, the Colts were up 42 to 10, 42 to 10. And then, of course, we talk about Josh Johnson being able to rattle up 20, 20 points in 20 minutes. Sure. The last, you know, I played with Josh game. Johnson. Really? I played with him. Yeah, I played with him in Cleveland mm-hmm. and in Indy when, you know, Andrew Luck had gotten injured. Man, Hasselback had gotten injured. We were bringing in guys off the street, Seneca mm-hmm. Wallace, like all these, you know, uh, all these different guys. So Josh Johnson was a more than capable guy of going out and making the throws. I thought he played very well given the circumstances of being a backup to the backup, not expecting to see the light of day on the field. So he definitely went out and you know played within himself, but. You know, once you get behind so early, it's tough for a backup to a backup to come in and play and, and will his team back to win, uh, back to a victory. But the Colts defense, I thought, uh, I thought they would pressure a lot more, which they didn't have to because of the way of the game kind of, uh, uh, you know, because our offense was able to put up some points. So it forces them to, you know, really sit back and, and throw the, and, you know, and force the football down the field. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm encouraged. I'm, I'm encouraged where they are at this this point in the season. So the Indianapolis Colts run game has been absolutely on fire the past, you know, three, four weeks now. Um, Jonathan Taylor being a, an absolute stud. Uh, and it's not just due to the offensive line, right? Um, yeah. Everybody, yeah. the whole team is in on it. I was watching the play where Naheem Hines ran for that, a uh, 32-yard mm-hmm. touchdown. Yes. And the, there was a key block by Desmond Patman yes. on that play. Yes. 
that allowed yes. him to make the cut back to run back around the mm-hmm. other side. Mm-hmm. Man, when you have wide receivers like like Zach yeah. Pascal, like Pittman, like Des Patman, and plus the tight ends that you have that right. are, are so good at blocking, man, that's got to be a running back's best friend and, and a defense's worst nightmare because usually mm-hmm. – I mean, you usually don't look at wide receivers and go, okay, that I got to worry about him blocking me out of this play. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think it, it, it goes to show you how these guys are all bought in. They've all bought into what they're trying to accomplish. You know, you look at the stat line, you know, there's a ton of receivers who caught balls against the Jets. Yeah. You know, everyone caught balls. I mean, the ball was efficiently passed around to all these different guys. But some of those holes that Naheem Hines and Jonathan Taylor were running through, man, I felt like I could I could play running back. Yeah. And you also, to your point, Jonathan Taylor has very good vision running the football. He is patient when he needs to be, and he's explosive when he needs to hit the hole. You know, that last that his longest touchdown run, I thought was was beautiful. Oh, it was beautiful. The way he kind of paused at the line of scrimmage and he just hit a burst and one guy touched him and he was off to the races. So it really shows you that doesn't happen unless receivers, tight ends, everyone involved, everyone considers themselves to be involved in the run game. Been around other guys. You know, receivers are like, no, no, this is this is not why do you pay me. You don't pay me to block. You pay me to catch footballs and score touchdowns. And quite frankly, I think not having T.Y. in this ball game, even though he is a deep home run threat, not having him in this ball game and having other willing um, run blockers from the receiver position help them in this case. Because, you know, T.Y. isn't the tallest guy. I don't think that's one of his um, – um, advantages at blocking down the field so uh, i think this is this is this team has found a way to win without some of their key guys and it was a rough start and they're finally starting to catch their way gain their rhythm carson wentz is playing at a high level so it's going to be interesting to see how this kind of unfolds and we talk about it all the time within this division you know this this thing is wide open this thing is wide open now and and every week as long as the colts go out and take care of their business Everyone else is kind of falling by what we thought of who the Tennessee Titans were. Obviously, they won last week, but adjusting to Derrick Henry not being a, being around is going to affect them at some point or another. It's going to change the way they call plays and 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 win games. So I think it's all kind of falling into play for the Colts to make this huge push going into the third quarter of the season. Well, I mean – the Titans beat the Rams with less than 200 yards of offense. I mean, that's, <laughs> yeah, that yeah. ain't going to happen on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. I promise mm-hmm. you. <laughs> Not at all. <coughs> Not at all. And, you know, it, it's, it was great to see because Indy, that, that typically, I mean, obviously we know the people who watch Indy play football this year and watch our offense, you know, traditionally this hasn't been a run first organization by any stretch of the imagination. And so, obviously, it's clear if you want to, you know, go out and move the change, you got to lean on your your running backs. Lean on these guys. Help Carson Wentz out. And we talked about it leading up to the game, and it was like they were listening to us. They listened to us. <laughs> you know, feed feed those guys in the back. In the back, these guys are young. Lean on them. And, you know, and it, and it and it goes to show you the old line really came to play. Because I, as I alluded to earlier, those holes they were running through were, I mean, it's ideal for any running back. And 
you see if, if everyone is committed, obviously there was a, an assertive effort to come out and run the football and to have the amount of touches that both of these guys had out of the backfield. It opens everything up for your offense. I got to apologize to those listening. I've got a nasty cough. I got a chest cold. <coughs> I've been dealing with it for a while now, yeah. so I apologize. Um, I just yes, wanted to make sure. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. Just wanted to make sure I got this content out for everybody. I don't want to miss any any time. Uh, so here's the deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Colts sitting right now. They got a win against Jacksonville just to get back to 500. Do right. you feel like the Colts have a legitimate shot at making the playoffs this year? If they continue to play well, I do. But they're gonna. They're, it's gonna come down to winning those those games down the stretch that no one thinks they can win. You know, winning. You you have to take care of business first and foremost. You need to go out, take care of the Jacksonville Jaguars, win within your division on out, right? But then also to give this game, give this this team and this unit and this coaching staff and the fans and all of us hope that we can make a run in the playoffs or get to the playoffs, you got to win those games. I don't have the schedule in front of me. I'll pull it up in a second. But they have some big games coming up that are against a formidable opponents that were playoff caliber teams. When I can see that jump, when you make get over that hurdle, then then I'm I'm then I know and I'm more than confident that this team can really hold on to uh, you know uh, this momentum that they've created. You know, uh, listen, you could say whatever over oh, the, the the New York Jets. It's still a football team. They still had one of the best on paper. Or well, as you alluded to, they had the sixth best running defense in the league. Granted, they only they they don't have a winning record this year. So it, this was this wasn't an easy football game to win. And they went out and manhandled these guys up front and it showed the dominance of our line. But I do think. The next two or three weeks, if they can go out, take care of business against Jacksonville and um, uh, my mind is slipping me of who they play after that. But if they can win one or two of those games, then absolutely. I'm more than positively sure this team can make a run for the playoffs because I I don't think because I feel like the Colts dealt with that injury bug early on in the season. A lot of teams, if you start off healthy, you know, as the, the, the season progresses, you know, things, you know, Derrick Henry is a great example. Other guys start, you know, the game, you play the game, it's such a combative game, such a physical game, guys are going to get injured. And it's, in my opinion, the teams that make it to the playoffs, the teams that make runs in the playoffs, are not only the most talented team, but the team that's most healthy. And right now, this team, the Colts, are somewhat healthy for the most part. Uh, but I do think they 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 dealt with that hurdle that most teams haven't faced just yet in the season. Yeah, you mentioned some of the tough games they got to play. Obviously, they got the Patriots, which you know they have not had their way with uh, in recent years. Um, they've got Buffalo still to play. They right. have Tampa Bay that they have to play, and the number one team in the NFL right now, record wise, the Arizona Cardinals. They still have yet to play. Yes. So and they those have are the, four. The- yeah, Raiders. Raiders is another Raiders one. So they have their, yep. they have their work. You know, the Patriots are playing well. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you can't, you can never count out a, a Bill Belichick, you know, run team. So after you know the Jack, this Jags game, yeah, th- this team is going to have to really. We're going to see, you know, just what this team is made of, and just how they can, you know, 
whatever formula they come up with uh, of attacking offense or attacking defenses, you know, they're going to have to stick to it and, and, and really lean into it because the weather's going to change. You know, as you mentioned, you know, the, going to some of these places, the bills, uh, it's going to be cold as God knows what. And during that time in late November, you need to be able to run the football. You need to be able to win the time of possession. You look at last week, the, the time of possession was over 30 minutes. And obviously that's rare, but when you control the line of scrimmage, control and win the time of possession, uh, third downs was really good. They were, you know, 50% on third downs, I believe, five or 10. So uh, the things are pointing in the right direction for this football team. It's if, if they can or cannot, if they can't, the question lies, can they build off of this? Can they continue to build off of this and not have a huge letdown? This time in the season, Lawrence, Every guy in that locker, I remember when I first, um, my first year in Indy, you know, guys really talked about November around Thanksgiving and December time. We need to be rolling. We need to string together some some wins. I didn't really understand it because I had come from Cleveland and we never really had those discussions. Uh-huh. But it was a, it's a thing. And I'm sure everyone in that building is stressing, like, we got to do things right. The small things now at this point of the season, add up to bigger things. They start to man- manifest on the field. We corrected the penalty issue many weeks ago. Uh, this team has finally kind of, you know, peeled back that onion. It's like, okay, this is who we are. This is how we win games. And, and hopefully they keep that, that, that juice and that sense of urgency. So when the season first started, I looked at the schedule and I was like, oh my goodness, they're by week eight until week 14. That's yeah. that's all. And then and then early in the season, you talked about the injury bug that we had it was just injury after injury after injury. We couldn't get out from underneath ourselves and the record was right. showing it. Right. I mean, we started right. off uh, with five losses in the last in, in their first seven weeks. Um, right. But. This game that we just played against the Jets week nine, midway through the season, was a Thursday night football game halfway through the season. How important and is it important to have that quote unquote mini bye week when you haven't had when your your uh your 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 bye your real bye week is still weeks down the road? Oh, it's, it's uh, every guy's looking at it. Every guy, trust me, every guy knows when you play a Thursday night game. Those you know off of a Sunday night or a Sunday game or whatever. The, you look at the schedule and you look at it it's like, okay, when's the actual bye week? Because if a coach is smart, depending on how your team is, is has you know managed to come out of that really short window of, of games, uh, you're giving them some time off. You have to be able to give them some time off. And this is the part of the season where it starts to linger. You know, uh, soft tissue injuries start to linger. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, you know, whether or not you're in this like, predicament of if you're winning obviously you're going to have guys that are you know still motivated but if you're teetering around this is a time where rookie walls come into effect you know the young guys this is where your body if you haven't properly taken care of your body throughout the season in the off season it starts to come up right now so again that's why i said you know this team has dealt with that injury bug already you know for some of their key guys i feel like they'll be in the clear moving forward, hopefully that other teams will start to deal with and now they're playing catch up as opposed to the Colts already dealing with it and understanding if something like that happens, you've already gone through it. 
it's going to give us confidence to get out of this hole. So, but I do think these Thursday night games, it's so important for, you know, everyone to get their rest, get their legs back because listen, the bye week isn't for a, a few weeks and every guy in that locker room, I'm telling you, you're looking at the sheet, you're looking at your schedule, like, man, we're only a few weeks away from this bye week. You know, if you can manage well, you know, and coaches will incentivize you. You know, the good coaches will say, hey, if we win more than we lose, and depending on how we win these games, we'll give you a week off. We'll give you a week off, but you need to take care of this game. You have to take care of business. And not to say that this team needs that, but you know what? It it gives you an opportunity to go recharge the batteries. For my bye week, personally, I would always come back home. I would I wouldn't do anything for two to get my massages, you know, uh, every day if I could just to relax, just to not walk around as much, get my body back, not really watch a ton of football until later in the week. But, yeah, it, it definitely it definitely helps. They won. It definitely helps. to And the, again, there's no moral victories here, but the way they lost to the Tennessee Titans gives you hope hopefully throughout that locker room that resonates with them that, you know what, we can play with really good football team. We just have to be able to avoid the, the, the major, you know, missed opportunities and the major setbacks throughout the course of the game. So uh, yeah, that's uh, th- this team is really, uh, really in a good situation. I, I didn't think they were going to come out and play at the level they played. You know, I think my prediction was roughly around, I don't know, maybe, 24 points or something like that i thought it would be they would win but not like not like they showed and which was surprising and uh it was a great time to to really show the world and show themselves hell hell we can put up some points against a really good football team you know given the you know the defense rather well i mean and also it was one of those games fans needed that game fans needed that game to watch and sit there and cheer and feel good about your team, right? I mean, after the kind of losses they've had yes. against the Rams and and the Ravens and the Titans, it's just you, you look at this game and you go, everything seems to be going right for our team for once. Awesome. Right. We look unstoppable. It's just good to have one of those games in the bank where you're like – Yeah, you, you need one. Yeah, you need one. Obviously, every game – we can't expect them to come out and play at the level that they're playing right now. But, uh, you know, it, it, it happens. Uh, and you know what? It was a great sign for our football team to be able to go out and put up and have a game in that fashion. But we can't expect them to duplicate that level of just efficient play. You know, but it's a step in the right direction. I'm not going to get too far ahead of my – I know it, man, because I was – when Andrew Luck was there, when I was there in 2014, we put up points. I didn't play in some of the second halves of games because we were putting up so many points and we were just clicking. And that was great. And that would that never happened again ever in my career. It only happened one time in my career, one year in my career. So, uh, again, the fans needed it. We all needed it because we we knew it was there. It was there. We have the talent. You know, we don't even have T.Y. T.Y. didn't suit up. He's been out. You've been able to – Michael Pittman Jr. has 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 stepped in that number one role. You know, uh, Jack Doyle has always been consistent. He does so many other things outside of catching the football that we'll never talk – that we'll ne- the casual fan just doesn't see. You know, so uh, they have the right guys in that, in that building. Hopefully these guys can understand, you know what, the pass is the pass. We don't need to – 
you know, you, you can't at this point in the season, you can't afford to to shoot yourself in the foot. You can't afford to you got to correct those those small things that that that, that uh, you know, hurts your chances of winning football games, um, whether it be, you know, uh, uh, bad penalties and, uh, you know, in certain situations of the game, you know, taking care of the football. Uh, you, you have to put those bonehead mistakes behind you, and they seem to do that against the Jets. All right, we're going to go ahead and end this early. Um, just the way the Colts did against the Jets, they put them away early last week. We're going to put this away early. We'll come back later this week and discuss the Jacksonville Jaguars game uh, for the Week 10 matchup. Um, any any final closing thoughts there, DeQuell? Uh You know what? I, I'm really, I, I really hope we can see a glimpse of uh, this football team really putting it together. You know, I'm very encouraged. We all needed to see them come out and play the way that they did. Uh, but the Colts fans are, are loyal fans. They're going to show up. They're going to support. And these guys need it more so than anything to to, to keep uh, giving them that energy to push forward because this point of the season, it gets no easy on your body. It is taxing. So uh, all the momentum, all the positive, um, you know, uh, you know, energy and influence and cheer and all that good stuff, it helps those guys tremendously. All right. Well, we will see you again later this week. I'm Lawrence Owen. That is DeQuell Jackson. This is Believe in Colts. And as usual, go Colts. Colts. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.